Hello and welcome to season two, episode 11 of the Art of Triumph podcast. How are you going, everyone? Yes, I know that's a little bit different to what I usually do, but however, there is a there's there is a solid reason. Uh, it is only me today, at least for this little introduction bit. Uh, Mum has unfortunately uh, fallen slightly ill. Um, nothing serious, not COVID related or anything like that. Um, but she is currently in bed, resting up. Um, so yeah, it's just me, just me. Hi guys, just me doing this um, this first little uh, little introduction bit. Mum was well enough to. Um, do our interview with our special guest um this week so luckily we got that that bit done so yeah um interview with as you all know if you follow follow us on our socials interview with rue strand of cake mind she's the co um she's the not co she's the founder uh creator um creative director um everything of cake minds uh uk and well, not just uk now she's she's international um you guys might know that mum is a Cake Minds instructor. So this this interview was quite close to mother's heart. And you'll you'll notice that in the interview. So yeah, I won't I won't tell you anymore, because obviously you'll 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 listen and you'll hear it all. But before we jump into that, I do have to uh, talk about something and address something. Um, our condolences, both mine and 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 mother's um, to the royal family and Her Majesty the Queen. After hearing of Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh's passing this morning, um, which is a tragic, tragic uh, death. Um, such a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful man. He did he did so much for uh, not only England but the Commonwealth and and the world. Um, oh, so, so he did so many incredible things over a career that, well, not a career, but a, a service that lasted. 80 years i believe i believe it was 80 years or it was close to 80 years um could have been closer to 70. it was between 70 and 80. i don't know the facts um <laughs> but such such a wonderful man such an inspiration um and yes our, our thoughts our prayers and our condolences are with the royal family and her majesty the queen at this time so yeah so Let's just jump straight into the interview with Roostrand. Hope you guys enjoy. Hello and welcome, everyone, and welcome, Rue. How are you going? Such a pleasure to have you on the show. Hi, Ricky. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Bradley. Thank Hello. you for having me. It's very oh. nice to uh, chat with you and join you. It's our pleasure. Our Thanks. pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, good morning, because it's morning over there, isn't it? It is. It, yes, nine o'clock in the morning. Over in the, so. the United Kingdom. That's right. Yes, yes. Not wine time for you then. It's wine, wine time, time for me, but not you. <laughs> no. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Bit early. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> Bailey's on the cornflakes, eh? Uh, <laughs> Must give it a go. So, Rue, we'll, we'll, we'll start off the way that we start off all of our episodes with guests on. It's the elevator pitch, the hardest question of all. Your one-minute bio. Who are you? Go. Who am I? Well... I think I ask myself that question sometimes <laughs> as well, to be quite honest. What hat am I wearing today? Where am I and who am I? Um, within the cake industry and the, the sugar craft industry, um, I am uh, um, a judge and a sugar craft teacher 
and I am the founder and uh, creative director of Cake Minds and now the editor of the Cake Minds collective magazine, which we've just launched. So Wonderful. I wear many, many hats. I was so going to say, do. that's lots you of hats do. right there. <laughs> it is, I know. I know. And that's just the tip of the iceberg with that as well at times. <laughs> Fantastic. So, so how, when you talk about your... Um, being a, a, a judge and a cake decorator, but where did your cake decorating journey begin? How long have you been doing it for and how did it start? Um, well, like all of us, I started attentively when my children were young making all their birthday cakes, um, but they're in their 30s. So 30 years ago, there wasn't an awful <laughs> lot of information. And no. um, using like the liquid colouring so you can buy in the supermarket and adding it to icing oh. sugar, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Explosion. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but then they turned 18 and 30, and that was about uh actually 12 years ago, thinking about it, maybe it's longer. And um I discovered um because with the introduction of the internet, a, a whole world of um think cakes that I'd had no idea that existed, mm. and um I was smitten by it. So I, I started then and the orders started to come in and I started uh, my cake. I was in, I was at a place where I was having issues in my full-time job and mm. a familiar story with lots of people mm. and um, the cakes were taking off and eventually the, the cakes were where I stepped into. So yeah. So you started off as appealing. like making cakes, not yes. the sort of the, so um so when did you start specializing in because did you say you specialize in the the de decorating yes yeah, so i i was um i i realized that i i enjoyed making the models and the figures and yeah. a familiar thing that a lot of cake makers say that making the cake and baking the cake is just a means to an end to get to decorate it and yeah. that's what a lot of us have the most enjoyment in and um so every cake that came through the door had to have a figure on um mostly because the first figures I did because I was a guider for 20 years and it was an anniversary of something and I did some figures around uh, a campfire and mm -hmm. I was making these little figures and rolling a ball for the head and putting the eyes in and then the mouth so I just put a hole in for the mouth and then <laughs> oh, that doesn't look like a mouth and I painted it red <laughs> and um well, hopefully there's no children listening but <laughs> I then, my partner came in and said they look like blow up dolls which was really really wrong <laughs> especially on a, yeah well, especially when they were brownies and guys <laughs> I was like oh, yes. I need to improve on that and, mm, um, <laughs> just a little bit so yeah so every cake I made then had to have a figure on it and that was I became known for that because back then it was there weren't many people making figures uh, mm. for cakes and then I got asked if, to teach, um, you know, to do that as a, a, a to teach people, and really it took took off from there as well. Mm. So the the cake making and decorating that all went to by the wayside, and I stepped in and started focusing on teaching. And is that so when? How did you get into? Sorry, Brad. Yeah. How, how did that then transfer? How did that then transfer into your judging? Uh, so you <laughs> well, you see. So it must have been, I think it was 2013, and I decided that if I wanted to teach, um, I had no qualifications at all in, in, in sugar craft. I was all self-taught, mm. and um, I felt that I needed some something behind me, something to say, some sort of recognition, not a recognition, but kudos just to say, 
that I had achieved mm. something and uh, to give me yeah. more credit credit as a teacher credibility mm. that's what, that's what I'm looking for I thought it was competitive back then <laughs> oh <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> so I thought I needed more credibility so I decided to start entering uh the competitions at Cake International mm -hmm. and um I'd always wanted to do a standing figure and so that was my my first figure that I did uh, I'd never been to a show had no idea what to expect I was really just doing it for myself for yourself, I wanted yeah. to make this and it was a, a purpose and a reason to make that make it and so I made it and went to the show um I think I kind of at that time she was quite unique in it was the, the she was a Harajuku girl like they said they called it a doll and I suppose she was really and mm. she was in the Japanese sort of Harajuku gear with an umbrella and everything and um I got a gold for that Wow. What I really enjoyed more than anything was the feedback from the judge and listening and being everything he pointed out to me. I could I related I could see and it was a huge learning mm. curve. So from then on, every show I would enter and I would focus on a different element of, the, of a figure. And um, I'm very lucky I got gold for every about for every time I entered and I did about eight that was about eight times um I got first in class twice and then the last figure I got um best in show and that was Lola she was a she was a showgirl she was on stilettos and that was my ultimate aim was this figure on stilettos with the all of the body um and yes I got best in show for that and then they asked if I would like to become a judge Oh, Fantastic, wow. so, but I'd also been involved. I kind of involved myself in the show as well. I started um, uh, one of the first collaborations. Um, there was a lot of collaborations that used high. I'm not going to. Um, how can I say it? I'll say high end, but very well known and mm. very reputable um, mm. sugar crafters who were at the top of their game. Yeah, but nobody was do doing anything with the what I like to call like grassroots bakers right. and yeah. so I so I I um I asked if I could put a collaboration together um and it was the 40th anniversary of the Rocky Horror Show and so we we did a, a, a an installation and collaboration where I uh my Marie McGrath and I uh did this with another lady and we went round and looked at people who entered the competitions and we looked at their work and the style of work mm. and invited them and we had a few years where we did a lot of a few different collaborations so I was involved in the show anyway but oh, yeah cool. oh, fantastic. they went on to be really a judge cool. so how um <laughs> yeah. so then fast forward to um yeah. how, how did all that how did it and why did it inspire um and cake minds your your venture at the moment um the cake cake minds came about from my teaching rather than my judging mm -hmm. it was um I, I i i i think i sort of carved i'm not very good at bigging myself up so but I, <laughs> I, 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 I I was always amazed when people would say they they knew who i was because i always approached it my name is Ruth strand and I do such and such and they go yeah we know who you are yeah yeah i know who you are <laughs> Um, cause I was writing for the magazines as well, but, 
a lot of the cake mine. So I, I was, a, I suppose, a prominent figure within the sugar craft industry. And um, I'd started I years so. ago. Pardon? I would say so. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, um, I was doing a monthly modeler group. And um, that we, when, when I first started teaching, I started this and they were coming once a month for a two hour class. And I ran this for years and I had quite a lot of classes running um, at one stage, about seven or eight classes uh, running through a month. And every month they come and we do a little project and people loved it. And it was always the same people in the same group. So every like, if say for it's every Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock, they'd come and it's the same people on that Tuesday morning. So they all got to know each other. Um, I, what happened was I, I took a break from it. Um, we were meant to move to France. Another story, long story. Um, <laughs> but that didn't work out. And I came back and I was getting messages saying, can we start monthly modelers again? And when they came back, what I realised, they were all saying, so when can you do it? Or we can, and so can we do it on this day? Because we can all do it. And they wanted to be in the same groups. And that mm -hmm. suddenly hit me how much of an impact this had had on people's lives. Mm -hmm. The people, I'd had ladies that were, had been widowed, had agoraphobia, had, um, had had breakdowns, had had cancer and recovering from that, all sorts of different um health issues and personal issues and I watched them over the years become more confident in what they were doing and working with other people and forming friendships um, to the point where I actually went on holiday my first girly holiday with a group of them oh. anyway That's this fantastic. kind of I I just sort of thought wow what have I done <laughs> so yeah. it wasn't and, just about um, the about the the actual no. sugar modeling it was about the community it was about the community. Yeah. It was about people supporting each other. And in fact, quite a few of my groups have come together over the years at Cake International and worked together. So they, each group didn't know each other, but they would come together of their own devices and put a student table together. And they've won Best in Show as well at Cake International with the, the wow. work they have put in from the stuff that they learned from me. And it, it is just such a heartening thing and such mm. a proud moment that you know when that happens so they um uh i i thought how wonderful would this be if we could sort of and it's, it's a cheesy thing to say but like spread the love type of thing <laughs> and have if this could happen here and i could do this wouldn't it be amazing if we could have other groups around the world and around the country mm. and everybody could support people coming into the industry because it's quite a difficult industry and people are so mm. um they keep putting they don't think they're good enough um, but if you've mm. got someone who's a, a, as a teacher like lisa is a teacher who can say do not worry about it we've all mm. been there we're, we're all on this journey and it will help build people's confidence and instill confidence into them um to keep going and to actually enjoy it you know so yeah. and, and so that's how cake minds itself started that's fantastic. That's fantastic. fantastic thing. Yeah. I love that it. That only started for you though. Was it beginning of last year? Begin no, beginning of two 2019. Yeah, because we're, we're 21. Um, we? I launched it in October 2019, actually mm. on World Mental Health Day. So in October. Yeah. And we 
to look for teachers to put it to just to put it out there in the big wide world and we then started teaching in February we kind of went live and they all started teaching in February and as we all know lockdown happened and the world changed mm-hmm. and we it kind of everything went on hold mm. so yeah yeah uh, so I mean when you think about your initial vision then for um Kate Minds how did last year I mean I say last year because obviously last year was the first yeah. year with we're still going through that. Obviously, yeah. in the UK, you're still you've still got a lot of restrictions going on. Yeah. So how has that how has that impacted on your initial vision of Cape Mines, and how have you moved have you what have you done to move yourself forward in in the time that we're going through? At the very beginning, it was a case of well, <laughs> we were all told, weren't we? It was it happened in March. It'll just be a, mm. it'll be a yeah, few just weeks. a couple of weeks. Two weeks. Back to two normal. weeks. Yeah, and then it will all be good. The world will be yeah. great. And yeah. so you kind of go, right, okay, let's just let's take a deep breath. Let's just leave it. Let's see how it goes. And I think when we got to July, I then started thinking, right, what's going on? Um, mm. This is uh, how, and I think I then decided, uh, I'll be honest, I didn't see an end. I could, I personally thought that this wasn't going to end when they were saying I'd kind of like a bit cynical about things and I thought mm, they're saying it'll be all right in September I, I don't see this they told us this and mm. yeah yeah so I, I I think my in my own self and because we were all at that we were all in that place we couldn't teach some of the teachers had tried to go online but the students didn't want to do that they wanted mm. to be face to face so it's this yeah. it's not just about me thinking about how things it rolls right back to our customer base the student and if they're not prepared we can't yeah. you know so I think through the summer last summer I really just took a bit of a sabbatical <laughs> and enjoyed the summer like I think most of us did yeah but by mm. September um I began to think okay we need to something needs to happen here and mm. that's when um I had um um, a business I had a business coach at that time Susie Witt and she mm. she was an immense help I had to be able to just talk things through and um, I thought right let's let's do this and take it online and the outcome of it all is actually uh, going online wasn't actually part of um, the plan at all this was all about face-to-face mm. um, teaching and so going online felt like and it still feels like a good option and it feels it felt that we could offer our student things but what also opened that was a journey in itself that the teachers and I took because everything is a bit of a journey and you have to try it and be flexible and move things yeah if it doesn't work you have Mm. to think right okay that's not working or or actually this is quite good let's go down this path Mm. and um so but some teachers, they, they, I never put any pressure on anybody to do anything. So it was, a, a, I thought, right, if, because some people were struggling with their own things, had the children at home, but there were people, teachers who wanted to teach and wanted to do online. So I worked for them and that's how mm. I felt. Right, I will do this for them. And anybody who wants to jump on board when they're ready, they can. But the yeah. group, yeah. the core group that wants to, let's do this. Um, so we started um 
marketing and working and and uh, trying to get everything in place to go online some of the, te the teachers are just amazing where they just jump in and help it I know Lisa will know this but they are such a supportive group of people they're amazing and yeah and by by online when you say online it's it is still face-to-face -face, though in in its own it is. forum isn't it because <laughs> it is very much like what we're doing now it's the it's on a zoom it's not a case of someone just logs onto their own computer, sees something that you've pre-recorded and is copying from, from there or, or following from there. No. Um, it is about the teachers still being there and still supporting mm. all of those people in that group. Absolutely. The, the idea yeah. is, is based on, as you're, you're right, it's based on the face-to-face -face classes. Mm. You're the idea is that you're still in a small group. Um, so many classes, there's 30 people on an online class and they lose Ooh. track and they, they don't yeah. manage. To How do you do up. that? And they, they spend yeah. a lot of money doing this and then yeah. they don't get anything back from it. From it. So Absolutely. Our, our, yeah. our premise is we still small groups, no more than five students mm. um, and a teacher. And then if they get stuck, they get an additional hour where there's that because I was concerned about the, that community being lost when people mm. are learning online yeah so they get yeah. another hour which is a very informal a, 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 they get a two-hour project that they learn and then they get another hour on top within the month yeah. and that's a very informal learning some very you know key skills um talking and going through things it's entirely up to the teacher and the students how they play that so yeah. that same people same groups Yes, and that, that is that was that was very important part of what we wanted to do. Mm. Yeah, I th I think it's Adapting. absolutely stunningly fantastic because when you when you think about um, online things um, and YouTube instantly springs to mind, and and I'm not bagging YouTube at all. Learned an awful lot from it myself, mm. um, but it's just not the same as being able to interact with someone mm. um, no. and even even Facebook lives aren't quite the same are they because there's there's you haven't got that actual interaction with people although they can type and you can you can answer some questions it's mm. still not the same as just sort of seeing people and feeling like you're actually all together and that yeah. they can see each other and they can talk too yes you know I, I think and so you've still got that support within the small groups um, yeah. together you know and that the beauty the beauty of us taking it online um is that we can reach people we could this can continue even when we are doing face to face this mm. can continue mm. because we can reach people who aren't able to get out to a class yeah, to absolutely not just I, people who yeah. haven't got a teacher in their area but people that are stuck at home and there yeah. are people that mm. are stuck at home mm. i think a lot of businesses are are realizing the potential of um of of zoom and of online stuff i think yeah yeah I mean, if we yeah, could take anything positive are... away from uh, the whole yes. covid19 thing yeah it's, it it's has that. brought people yeah. together mm. online hasn't it and yeah. um a, a, yeah it's a whole it's it's just and i think we had skype and all of those things where we would talk but it was it was only ever really one to one wasn't yeah. it we, there was never sort of group group things then i and i think yeah it's it's really opened up that world mm. for, for so many people yeah and as you say for people that can't get out um for whatever reason you know and but they can still then do something and cake decorating modeling especially just allows you to empty your mind absolutely um 
because that's what most people, most of my students say to me, they can't mm. believe that, that I've been here for two, three hours and yeah. I've not thought about my kids or my husband or, you know, the shopping or anything. It's just, I'm no. totally focused and within this room with the people that I'm with. And that, and that's great. Yeah. And that is it. That's the beauty of it as well. I also think it can be, if you're very, it, it doesn't need to be an expensive hobby. It is affordable. Mm. You can oh, yes. just go to the supermarket and buy some very basic colours and sugar paste and you can start. Yeah. You know, we're not talking, you know, that you've got to buy. You don't have to buy lots of expensive equipment. You know, no. there might be an initial outlay, but you initially some, a few tools and, you know, a rolling pin and a board and a bits and pieces. It yeah. doesn't need to, to, to break the bank. Yeah. So it's really yeah. accessible, I think, yeah. to most people. I must admit, one of the things that I really enjoy about being a teacher is the fact that trying to tell people you don't need all these different cutters to make things. Yeah. They sort of look at something and they go, oh, but I haven't got the cutters for that. And I'm like, that's where I'll come in because I'll show you how you can do that without having a cutter. And I'm like, yeah. oh, surely not. And you're like, yeah, you can. You don't need, yeah. you don't need fancy stuff. Uh, you know, no. it, is, it is possible to, mm. to just... Yeah up and, and have a play as yeah. Bradley knows we we made a monkey True. once in one of the the podcasts we did yeah. we did and <laughs> he ended up eating the eyes though I well, I they're edible all the sugar bowls <laughs> they're edible mum anyway so Rue let's 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 look forward a little bit more mm. what's what's yep. the, what's the vision what's the overall goal for cake mites where would you like to see it go in like two to five years time I'd like to see, I mean, the, the main aim is to get people back face-to-face teaching, but mm-hmm. that's not that's out of our control. But um, to have this more, uh, so I say more teachers, but more groups of local sugar crafters and it become a more of a recognised um, brand and entity mm. that, of, and that is showing that we do, we are here to help people. It isn't just mm. about cake making. Um and, and grow those sugar craft communities around the world. That's really what, that's my ultimate aim at the moment and, and, and goal mm. is to see this thriving around the place and the rec- yeah. and recognition for it. Obviously look, it's a big wide world out there and there's yeah. lots and lots yeah. of people that want to pick up sugar crafting too. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. you're in England yeah. and you've obviously yeah. got mum down here in Australia. Are you anywhere else? Um, not at the moment, but I, I do have people talking to me in Austria. Austria. Um, yeah, and I had a lady in France as well that was interested. Um, but I think I still think at the moment people are very tentative about what they're doing and mm. where they're going and how how mm. things are. I think as uh, as we as a as a group of teachers at the moment take things forward and people can start to see how yeah. that's working that might help mm. um with especially with the online stuff to say that there is you know there are ways to do things but um yes so it is starting to spread and the word is getting round mm. so but i'd like to see it in a lot of other countries and and like for us uh, for lisa sort of more people in australia so that <laughs> Yeah, she I mean, my stuff well, is a big country. It, so it's yeah. a fantastic <laughs> community of teachers that, that we've got in the UK, yeah. um, and the the way that they support each other is just incredible. And I love mm. seeing it. For me, my issue is the time difference yeah. for us. Mm. So I see stuff on in the staff room, and people are chatting, and and then once I get in, I'm like, oh well, I'm I'm nine hours late now, you know, or, or whatever. So it's it's sort of. Uh, that sort of gets missed a little bit. So having a, a bigger yeah. community here 
um would would be absolutely fantastic yes you yes. know yes. like, but, but to see those teachers the way that they support each other mm. um, in the uk is just, you have done a, such a fantastic job and and they they're all wonderful you know as sugar crafters and yeah. as people and as teachers you know they yeah. they are and they support each other beautifully under your guidance it's, it's mm. just fantastic thank you it was uh, that has been a really unexpected byproduct of mm. doing cake mines I, I never I don't know what I expected I, I expected it to be more of an admin based if that makes sense that very yeah. just this is about this is what we're doing yeah. but it is so much more than that it has become a very close-knit family um of people who who just would just step in and you know somebody yeah. has a, a problem or a question you know whether it's about online filming or their internet connection or anything <laughs> like that somebody will come in and just say have you thought mm. of this have you looked at that mm. I'll make a video about that very yeah. often yeah. Uh, and that is un- just unbelievable and, mm. and, and just so, I'm just so so proud of of how everybody is and and that how that has panned out yeah, yeah. you should I tell you what, you've you've done what a, a lot of businesses forget to do, um, and that's you've built a business for the customer. You've built yeah. it mm-hmm. for the community. Not, I, I'm trying to make make money and as much money as I can. But you've you've you're giving your community something, and that is what mm. a lot of businesses works. forget. Yeah, I need to make a living. Mm. Mm. I haven't really made a living over the last year. Not many of us have, but no. there you go. I'm very lucky to have a supportive partner. Um, but I am not in this for the money. I am mm. not in this to make my millions. You know, I am, I just, this is, I get much more. It's, it's from here. And mm. I, however wrong that is for people who are, you know, entrepreneurs and business people, it, it's just not that. That's not what it is for me. Mm my pleasure gets it's worth the the joy and the pleasure on people's faces is worth more than the money yeah Mm. absolutely it's like the magazine you know we the magazine is free and all the teachers including lisa and every other teacher don't write tutorials and none of us get paid for that and i put it together and it goes out there free and you know it's we just do it because we we it's 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 obviously it's building our brand Mm. and the more people mm. that get access to it but i you know it's it's wellness and well-being as well so mm. it's not just about but it's cake. stunning there's i don't think there's anything like it on the market though is there that's it's, <laughs> it's just, very me no. <laughs> it's, it's, very, it's very rude yes but it's great it's absolutely great and mm. there's so much information there but there's also as you said there's articles where you can just put your feet up have a cup of tea and 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 read a recipe and think oh well i'll make that later mm. um, yeah and and then you've got all the wonderful tutorials to go and and make your, your sugar crafting it's yeah it's, it's fabulous yeah. Mm. And, and we're getting a lot of good feedback about that as well so it's mm. uh we, we, i mean we all have other bits of our lives we don't just make cakes mm. you know yeah. so um it, there's other and a lot of people within our industry came into it because of because generally because of a I, I say mental health not issue and I don't mean it in a big way but you know we've had a problem at work and we've turned to cakes and we found that cakes yeah. are our therapy I've forgotten everything else but it can also become your absolute nemesis if you're not mm. careful and it's mm. kind of where I want the teachers to be just guiding people going you don't work need to work all night you know don't do this yeah, don't absolutely. don't kill your passion 
on something yeah. that you love doing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I see it so often. Yeah. Don't yeah, it is passion. an industry that oh. can that, that can, he, he like he likes good quotes. I do. That'll be on the <laughs> socials. Yeah, I, I'm the same though. I can see I see people on, on social media that are like I'm I was up till four and I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Don't do it. It's, You're gonna end up no, hating it. Yeah, no, and, it, and, and they, people end up, they alienate their families and their partners mm. and they neglect, yeah. not neglect, I don't mean that, neglect their children, but <laughs> it, every, the cake comes first and their customers and it, it's, yeah. it isn't worth it. It's no, not no. worth it. No, it's I can't work also. through the night. I, I'd fall apart if I had to work through the night. <laughs> like, you need sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. I love sleep. Sleep, sleep is a thing we need. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> so do you know I. what, though? I, th- I think that was one of the things for me, because, I mean, obviously, when I first started, I was I was into cakes. I didn't do them for very long, and I certainly didn't do it as a business. Um, but I could see that I didn't enjoy that side of it. You know, I, I, I hated the thought of doing more than one cake in Blue Moon because I'm not losing sleep no. for anybody I'm <laughs> so um so I was like nah do you know what that's not me I'm gonna why leave a job that you're not happy with to go into something that you equally end up being not happy with you know? and I think um, that happens yeah. a lot mm, yeah it does, it, it does. It does. Yeah. yeah and people are trying to juggle everything and you wouldn't yeah. do that in a full-time job you walk away from the office at five o'clock working for yourself yeah. is hard mm. enough to switch your mm. brain off mm. yep you know, yeah. and I've become very strict with myself over the years. It's something mm. that I've I've taught myself to, you know, I might not answer emails or messages at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not that I'm ignoring people. It's that I You've need to not. And I, it's also about respect. Yeah. It's yeah. also about respecting my partner and him yeah. and the fact that he doesn't want me working. He doesn't want with that. It does. That sounds wrong. He's not saying you can't work. He's no. quite happy with what I do, he, but it's a no, bit but of he respect. wants room. Yeah, he, he wants some room yeah. time. Yes. Yeah, he does mm. want room time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, mm. go and help him do what he wants to do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rue, it's been fantastic. absolutely fantastic to have you on the show. Thank it's you. been wonderful. It's been a, a wonderful night, conversation. Um, take 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 a minute. Um, plug yeah. your plug your socials where can people find you where can people find info on cake minds go uh most of the information is on the website on www.cakeminds.co.uk um we have a facebook page cake minds hq and that's it and we will instagram uh cake minds again and if you just if you want to google Rue strand i'll pop up (laughs) 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 yeah and um you'll find me through that as well but if i am happy anybody wanting to be a student contact me go on the website and if you can't find a teacher contact me and i can help you with that anybody interested in being a teacher um i'm always open for an informal chat go and have a look at the website and see what's involved and um yeah it's uh it's all there for you too. And any, any information you need, just message me and contact me. Wonderful. Fantastic. Wonderful. Again, absolute pleasure to have you on the show, Rue. Thank you very um, much. You were great. Thank Thanks, you. Rue. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. And there it is. Interview done. Hope you guys enjoyed. I know we certainly did. Mum, oh, so many things to talk about um, after the interview mum had. Um, it was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Sitting down with Rue. She's oh, fantastic. Fantastic woman, inspiration. Um, oh, she, she she was great. She was great. I don't I don't know what else to say because you know I'm on my own. I've never done this before. I never just sat and 
chatted. I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people do podcasts on their own. People people have podcasts on their own. I'm like, how do, how do you do that? I need someone to talk to. Or you just sort of waffle on and, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed um, that that little in conversation with with Roostrand. Um, like I said, we certainly did. Um, go and go and follow her over on over on the social. She did plug it at the end there, but I'll I'll say it again at Cake Minds on um, on Instagram. Um, go go on go onto the website. Um, check it out. And yeah, like she said, um, if you if you do sugar modeling and you, you are interested in becoming an instructor in Australia or wherever, wherever you're listening, if you're listening, that, that one person, if you're listening in Belgium again and you want to do it, no, no, no. But yeah, anyway, if you want to do it, contact Rue. Uh, she's wonderful to work with. Mum can't, can't speak highly enough of her. So yeah, go, go check her out. And also follow us at the Art of Triumph podcast on Instagram, uh, Facebook, I don't do TikTok anymore. I should. I know I should. But I anyway, go follow us at the Art of Trying podcast. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Um, Mum will be here. So you won't have to endure me doing this on my own. I thought I'd be better. Turns out I'm not. <laughs> so so um, yeah, tune in next week for uh, season two, episode 12 of the Art of Trying podcast. Um, I think we'll have a guest on. Not entirely sure. I do. I know I say that every week, but I don't. I don't. I don't know anymore. I don't. I don't know anymore. I'm just going to stop because obviously I'm not doing this very well. Um, so yeah, have fun. Have a lovely week, and we'll see you next week. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>